0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Healthy Perspectives podcast. Thanks for joining us for today's journey, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to a bonus episode of a podcast uh, that I, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, explain some feedback that I got And hopefully provide a little bit of clarity on some things that uh, came out in a podcast called Research is Dead. At best, it's dying. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, this one's probably a little bit of a waste of your time, except you get to hear me be a little bit accountable. Um, And I say a little bit because uh, I am accountable for all of what I said, of course. Uh, but what I said was not completely inaccurate uh, and wrong. It was partially. Let me explain why it was partially inaccurate. Um, Because I was speaking from a place of emotion. I have a great passion for helping people. In the podcast I I titled Research is Dead, At Best It's Dying, Uh, what I was referring to in, in there is the need to filter information as well as the uh, the idea that we don't seek information anymore. we wait for information to come to us. So today's gonna be a little bit more of a hopefully a little more balanced approach to the discussion. Uh, it's It's gonna also hopefully correct some uh, uh, some perceptions that um, exist out there that I created. like I I created them because of my passion. Um, and i wanna I wanna go ahead and just say this is not a justification by any stretch of the imagination. this is not a justification that I did it right or wrong um that uh you you are wrong. This is me hearing feedback and saying, hmm, I probably could have done that a little bit better uh and so i'm uh, I'm gonna do a little retake i'm gonna I'm gonna try it again uh, I'm not gonna do the whole thing again, just a little portion of it. Number one, I came across with. Intense passion. Uh, I had pauses that were long, and and hopefully were designed to increase thought on your end. And I know the perception that that creates is that potentially I was talking to down. I was talking down to some of you. That was not my intent. well. No, not at all. Uh, I do understand that it can come across that way. Truth be told, most of you who are probably listening to my podcast are very intelligent people. Most likely. However. I'm gonna create a little caveat here. When I am passionate about something, it's because of something that I'm seeing clinically on a regular basis. And it usually entails people being hurt, people being hurt because their pain, even though I am not responsible for their pain, if I truly empathize with them and I attempt to see the world as if I am them, their pain causes a bit of a sting in me. And obviously, I have to balance that. I have to make sure that I stay good and healthy. But the sting that I'm addressing in research is dead, at best it's dying, the sting that's there is a couple of things. Number one, a laziness. Look around you. I know you see it. I know I'm not the only one who sees a certain level of laziness in our society right now, in our culture. And that laziness, it hurts it hurts people. Mostly, mostly it hurts the person who's being lazy. They just don't necessarily know it and see it because it falls in a blind spot. Another thing is the social media stuff, the idea of filtering information, the idea of being intentional about why we're going to it and why we're using it is so critical. I have dealt with hundreds, if not thousands of clients who have addiction, addiction to social media. So when I say something like, turn it off, they're saying, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. They're addicted. Or they might say, okay, yeah, I could do that for two days. But the solution is temporary. The benefits are temporary because they return to the addiction. Uh, When I say something like, When, when I have dramatic pauses, let's say, when I have a dramatic pause in a, in a podcast and I, because I'm trying to get you to think about where would you go if social media were down, where would you go? I'm doing that because there are millions of people across the planet. Millions, not a few, but millions who don't know where they would go. If social media went down, they, they haven't thought about it because they've never had to think about it. Their whole life, anybody born from about 1995 on, probably 1990 on, has never truly lived in any of their later adolescent or adult life without access to social media. And social media is designed to push information it's push notification for a reason they push notifications because they want to force you to see their stuff and the newer generation anybody 1990 or so on they grew up with this and they expect information to be pushed at them they oftentimes don't even turn off push notifications those those of us myself included of the you know previous generation we will turn off notifications we don't want. But the newer generation doesn't necessarily do that. They have to be taught to do that. Now, are they taught? Of course they're taught. But they oftentimes see this as an inconvenience. And so they don't necessarily stop and think, I can control this. They think, oh, hey, look, this sent me this. Cool, I wanted that. Or, hey, they sent me this. Well, that's dumb. I didn't even want that. And they get rid of it. And they think that this stuff doesn't affect them. But it does. I'm of the previous generation and I turn off most of my notifications. And yet I'm affected by push notifications. It triggers in our brain a reaction much like you would get if you were playing a slot machine in Vegas. You pull it, the light goes on, bing, the brain lights up. It's like excitement. Somebody has something to tell me. Yay. Only it's not always people telling you stuff. It's organizations, it's marketing, it's, uh, you know, they, they will push what they want and they will hold back what they want. And the problem with that is if you don't intentionally create some sort of balance to it, they eventually will funnel you to what you think is exciting. Not necessarily what is best, But what you think is exciting, it catches your attention and they will continue to push that stuff. So when we say turn off the fire hose, that's kind of what I'm talking about. You know, I mean, yes, a good percentage of you out there are probably not addicted. There are probably more of you addicted than no, are addicted to social media and cell phones and stuff like that. But what's happening is a real chemical reaction in your brain that says you're excited. That is happening. We have the research for that. Clinically, we have that information. And if you don't set some parameters of your own, don't trust the algorithms. Don't trust the chronology if you listened to that podcast. Don't trust them to do it for you. It is not their job to do it for you. You think it's their job, but it's not their job. So you have to take some proactive approaches to make sure that you're um, getting the information that's actually good for you, which in my opinion, based off of all clinical work that I've done, empathy and well-rounded information, gathering multiple perspectives, usually provides us more data to make a sounder, more accurate, more healthy decision. Now, there are limits to that. And I'm very aware that some of you out there have found limits you can only take in so much information. I get it. But I'm encouraging you to be more thoughtful about what information does get through. Because if you spend your time on the information that's useless, that's not healthy and valuable to you, then you lose that time to put to finding the right kind of information for you. And I want you all to find the right information. I want you to see a well-rounded argument on every perspective it's not possible. So you're going to have to find ways to balance that in your own life. I can't do it for you. An algorithm cannot do it for you. Putting it all in chronological order, it cannot do it for you. You have to do it for you. And Which brings me full circle back to the laziness. We can't be lazy. We just can't. It's not an option. If we want a good, healthy, productive, uh, uh, you know, happy life, we just can't be lazy. Laziness is not the answer. I know that. Clinically, that's that's very clear. A person who comes into the clinical office and they want to be lazy, I tell them, come back when you're ready. I have to because it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So hopefully that helps clear up uh you know the the uh the passion but also the reality that I may have come across a little insensitive uh insensitive to some incredibly intelligent well rounded folks out there uh you know if you have more questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to let me know. Uh, as you can tell, I am open to feedback. I will attempt to clarify my role, but also admit when I'm wrong. And, uh, you know, if if uh, I offended anybody, um, which I I haven't gotten the feedback that it was offensive. It's that it was potentially offensive, um, you know. And, and so if I do offend, you know, let me know. I, I'm open to feedback. It helps me grow and get better, too. Thank you for joining me and have a great day.